Hello, welcome back to another episode of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap on KFGO.com. My name is Ryan Janke. I'm joined here by Corey Litton. Corey, how's it going today? Not bad, and you? Uh, not too bad. I'm still uh, still hobbled around from my injury. I don't know what I did exactly. Something in Alaska, but uh, I get to see the doctor tomorrow, so we'll figure that out. How about you? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, it's starting to get to that point of the year where I'm getting a little bit uh, wore out, but other than that, I mean, I'm doing fine, I, I would say. Uh, the voice is a little, little raspy at the moment, but yeah, I'll, I'll power through. So is your season, uh, would you say it's halfway through? A little, little past halfway, little yeah. past half. At least the local stuff is. It's actually kind of getting into that stretch run. we got about a little over a month to go here in our, our local season. So that's why I've kind of been uh, adding on to uh, today's uh, show, and uh, we're going to discuss some point standings going on here in a little bit. Oh, nice. All right, well, we might as well get right after it. We are going to cover racing from Friday, July 22nd, all the way through Monday, July 25th, because that was yesterday. Correct. Okay. All right, so the 22nd to the 25th of July, let's get started. Uh, Friday, July 22nd, Red River Valley Speedway. Well, the night started off in spectacular fashion with the sport mods where Andy Spud Wagner and Ryan Rested battled side-by-side for pretty much the entire race. Uh, When a late-race caution closed the rest of the field up, Rested again went to work on the outside lane around Wagner, but then uh, Scott Jacobson saw an opening to get underneath uh, the 3X of Andy Wagner, and he made slight contact and slowed Wagner up just enough for Rested to take the lead. But while that was happening, this also allowed Chris Van Mill, who was running the exact, the highest lane possible, on the racetrack to close in, and Rested held on to win by only about three thousandths of a second. Wow! Uh, Wagner still held on to finish uh, third, Jacobson fourth, and Doug Gardner climbed up to get into the top five. Up next were the legends. Alex Brasseth looked to avenge his previous night's DNF at the Norman County Raceway, and he took the lead right away from his front row starting spot. Brasseth never lost the race lead. Held off his uh, held off Hollywood Ty Wilkie, his brother Ryan Brasseth. Uh, Scotty Richardson and Glenn Mitchell for his first Red River Valley Speedway win. I do believe he's been racing there since we started up, so or started back up a few years or in 2016. So, oh really? That's his first win out there. Oh wow! Uh, in the hobby stocks, Brody Eckert continued from where he left off the night before to lead every lap of his feature race. Dan Dowling he finished in the second spot to help help out his points uh, title run going on here. Stone Cold Brad Orvidal finished in third. Tim Church finished in fourth, and Randy Randall finished in fifth. Uh, flashback a couple weeks ago, Norman County Raceway when fourteen year old Amelia Eisenshank won her just in just her second start in a race saver sprint cars. Well, mm-hmm. guess what start she had on Friday night uh, at the Red River Valley Speedway? How many times do you think she had started? Well, I guess number if she had her first start last time. This would be her second start this time. Yep, it would be her second start, and she had the same result out there at the at the Red River Valley Speedway, picking up her first career win out there. Just 14 years old, and she has two wins already. Um, Eisenshank took the lead on lap six, didn't look back for her second win of her rookie season at the, on the big tracks. Uh, she has several other wins, but those are in the go-kart ranks and stuff, and so it's not really surprising that she's already taken to this pretty well. Wow. Uh, Ty Hanton finished in the second spot. Josh Johnson finished a career-high third, I believe, and then there'll be Trevor Service in the fourth spot. Hollywood Ty Wilkie finished in fifth. Uh, Mike Anderson became the third driver to lead every lap of his feature race uh, that night, uh, Friday night in the stock cars. The Rocketman Keaton Fromke finished a career-best second. Travis Robertson finished in third. Brennan Borg finished in fourth, and Kelly Jacobson ended up finishing in the fifth spot. 
Uh, and finishing off the night were the Modifieds, where Colin Hibden started second and led every lap to win the first ever Bison battle. Uh, Aaron Johnson finished in second. Tyler Hall finished third. Dylan Goplin in fourth. And Dave Shipley finished in fifth. Moving on to the point standings out there. Sport mods. Rich Pavlicek is your point leader with 151 points. Uh, he's also tied with Andy Wagner with 151. This is the tightest points battle going on this time of year at any of the racetracks. Because Ryan Rested is uh, in third, but he only he's only one point out of the lead, along with Scott Jacobson, who also is one point out of the lead. Yeah. And Doug Gardner, 145 points scored here. He's only six points out in the fifth spot. Six points. That's that's tight. That's wow. between the top five. So that's yeah. uh, that's pretty impressive. And uh, once you go through the top four, I mean, it's only one point. So right. it's that's that's pretty good. It's going to be a fun uh, fun month or so here coming up here to figure figure out that point battle. In the Legends, Hollywood Ty Wilkie has 154 points. Xander Bauer has 146. The Flying Deuce, Ashton Speaker, has 145 points. Scotty Richardson has 138. And Colin Compson, 129. Move on to the Hobby Stocks. Kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. Dan Dowling, 153 points. Brad Orvidal, 147. Tim Church also with 147 in second. Andrea Jacobson has 146 points. And Brody Eckert, 140. But right now, Brody Eckert has been winning any race that he's pretty much been in. So I think that point that point might be uh, shrinking here very soon. He might be uh, he might be uh, making up that deficit pretty well. In the race saver sprints, Ty Hanton has 184 points. Marcus Rothenbacher, 174. Morgan Nyquist, 163. And Paul Kautzman, 155. And Ty Wilkie with 146. Moving on to the stock cars, Travis Robertson doesn't have any wins out of the Red River Valley Speedway this year, but he is leading in the points right now. 147 scored here so far. Rob Van Mill in second with 146. Brendan Borg with 140. Keaton Frompke, 139. And Andrew Jokum, 137. And in the Modifieds, Dave Shipley, he has 150 points. He has an eight-point lead over Matt Auckland, a nine-point lead over Jesse Skalicki. Uh, Jamie Schultz sitting back there with 133 points, and Jeff Oden in fifth with 132 scored here so far. All right. So there's, like you said, what, about a, a month, a little over a month of action to go yet? So That's right. Yeah, I believe points uh, are supposed to wrap up right around Labor Day weekend. So, uh, okay. yeah, that'll that'll be when it all ends. So it's a little over a month from now. A little over a month. All right. That's going to be some good action there. How about... Sunday, July 24th at the Buffalo River Speedway. Fan appreciation night, too. Yeah, uh, two nights in a row that of racetracks that I went to that was fan appreciation night. $5 tickets. Play, both places were packed, too. So it was an uh, awesome couple of nights out there. Scott Jacobson, he started off the night by charging up from six to take the lead from Chris Van Mill on lap number six for his fourth Sport Mod win of the year. Vince Jetvik finished in the second spot. Chris Van Mill finished in third. Kelly Jacobson fourth. Patrick Breha finished in fifth. Uh, Alex Brasseth, he capped off a pretty good weekend by climbing up from his sixth starting spot and taking the lead from Josh Wiest with one mile to go in his uh, second win in the Legends. Hollywood Ty Wilkie finished in the second spot. Then it was Josh Wiest in third, Scott Richardson in fourth, and Ryan Brasseth finished in the fifth spot. Alan Trushinsky, he started on the pole and just walked away with his third lightning sprint win of the year. His son Alex finished in the second spot. The Bulldog Garrison Miller finished in third. Jake Hogerberg finished in fourth. And Kate Taves, first ever top five in the lightning sprints for the 72 machine. Uh, Tyler Hayne, he led his first lap of his hobby stock career, but on lap number two, Scott Heron took over the lead from Hayne. Heron held off Chad Visser for his fourth win of the season. Stone Cold Brad Orvidal finished in third. Todd Gettle finished in fourth. And Caleb Gartner finished in the fifth spot. 
Uh, Jesse Skalicki led at the, the first lap of the Auto Repair 30 modified feature, but a flat tire forced Skalicki to the pits with four to go. That handed the lead off to Dave Shipley, who was on the charge as well. He started in the fifth spot. Shipley held on for the final mile there for the win. And John Nord finished in second. Lightning Luke Johnson finished in third. The Cheetah Rob Van Mill finished in fourth. And Cody Peterson finished in the fifth spot. Then uh, Hunter Goulet drew the pole for the short tracker feature, jumped out into the race lead, and led every lap despite heavy traffic and key moments in the race, including right at the end where he split two lap cars with uh, Brady Moulter running in the second spot, who had won the previous week, going to the inside lane and getting a good run through the middle. But Goulet just split those lap cars and and picked up the win. So it was a pretty good, awesome finish out there for the night. (laughs) Uh, The fans that stuck around all the way to the end definitely put on a – they were, were definitely got to see a good show out there. Uh, he again, Goulet held off Brady Moulter for the win. John he, John Hecox finished in third. Kevin Wall in fourth, and Cody Crabtree finished in the fifth position. All right. What about the points there in, at uh, uh, Buffalo River? Well, looking at my typing right now, I could definitely tell I did this really quickly. But uh, sport mods, <laughs> uh, Kelly Jacobson, he has 188 points. Uh, Scott Jacobson, his dad has 183 points. Vin, Vince Jetvig, 177. Cammy Leadham has 154 points. David Sirix, 144 points. That's your top five there. In the Legends, Hollywood Ty Wilkie, your point leader at the Buffalo River Speedway with 151. Scotty Richardson back in second, 139 points. Ashton Speaker, 133. Josh Wiest, 121. And Colin Compson, 118 points. In the Lightning Sprints, Alex Trushinsky has 208 points. Garrison Miller, 196. Dexter DeVergston, 191. Alan Trushinsky, 190. And Kate Taves, 178. Then we move on to the Hobby Stocks where Chad Visser has 150 points. Caleb Gardner uh, has 146 points. Scott Heron has 145. And he hasn't even raced the whole year, and he's up into the top three. Wow. So. Because he wins a lot. Uh, <laughs> Brad Orvidal has 145 points and Todd Gettle, 141. In the Modifieds, Cody Peterson has 181 points. Uh, then, it's the, uh, then it's Jamie Schultz, who was the opening night winner. He has 174. Tony Mack has 156 points. Jesse Skalicki, 145. He has the most wins this season in the Modifieds, but has had some bad luck. So he's sitting there with 145 points. Tyler Hall with 140. Here with, again, a little over a month to go. Mm-hmm. And then the short trackers, Jason Cast is your point leader, despite I don't believe ever winning a race this year so far as so far as well. Mike Carlson, 169 points, will be in the second spot. Adrian Kubitz, 164. Hunter Goulet, 141. And Cody Crabtree with 139 points. All right. And then on to the Red River Cart Club, Monday, July the 25th. Braxton Meyer-Peterson earned his fourth win of the year in the Novice One class over Lincoln Current and Brazen Urbach. Then it was Jaden Ambiel getting his third win of the year over Ryder Verilrood, Nicholas Jacobson in the Novice Twos. Thomas Taves got his second win in a row in the Rookie Ones. Liv Schmitz and Ryder McGough rounded out the top three. Then it was Dalton Babcock getting his fifth Red River Cart Club win of the year, ninth overall in the season. He's been having a great season. Uh... And over Brady Heilman, uh, Arlen Kenyon in the Rookie Twos. Andrew Clark picked up his 36th win of the year over uh, over Owen Zick and Hunter Verilrude in the 206 Blue Slide class. Then Alex Clark picked up his 101st win. That'd be a- Andrew's older brother, Alex. Okay. His 101st win of his young career. 101. In uh, the 206 Black Slide class over Kate Taves and Zayden Broughton. Grayson Speaker won his first ever adult stock feature race over Vince Noble and Stephen Ader Olson. Cool. 
So what about, I know there's other tracks. What about uh, other points going on around the area? Norman County Raceway. Let's go there. Well, Rich Pavlicek is the point leader out there in the sport mods. 144 points. Andy Wagner will be in the second spot, 138. Vince Jetvig in third with the uh, with 136 points. Paul Coven, 96 points. And Scott Jacobson, 73 points in the, rounding out the top five. In the Legends, Ashton Speaker is the leader out there with 229 points. Ryan Brasseth, 228. Alex Brasseth, 219. Cody Mackhart, 202. And Elzetta Bicker with 198 points. Only a point separating your top two in the Legends. Uh, Hobby Stocks, Brody Eckert, he has 209 points. Tim Church, two points back with 207. Brad Orvidal, only four points back. And third with 205. Todd Gettle, 201. Tristan Halverson, 155 points. So that's a pretty tight battle going in. Uh, Midwest Modifieds, Aaron Blacklands, 530 points. Uh, he's pretty dominant this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their point structure uh, on the Wasota side of things are a little bit different than the IMCA ones that we use at all the other tracks, but they score a little, a lot more points in there. But Aaron Blacklands definitely has a big lead over Brady Jaworski, who has 411 points. Tracy Blumke has 354 points. Reese Stenberg, 300 points. And Matt Scow has 296 points. Moving on to the race saver sprint cars, Ty Hanton has 102 points, Brandon Rico has 98, Trevor Service 73, Amelia Eisenshank 71, and Andy Paik also has 71, rounding out the top five. In the stock cars, the cheetah Rob Van Mill has 177 points, Calvin Kesselberg two points back, uh, the cool cat Calvin Kesselberg. <laughs> That'll be a Rick Schultz, with uh, who doesn't have a nickname, he has 172 points. Brody Carlsrud, 168 points. He's the real deal, Brody Carlsrud, so three of the top five have nicknames. Todd Heinrich has 166 <laughs> points. Um, then we move on to the Modifieds. We're Colin Hibden. Only one uh, points night so far for the IMCA Modifieds out there. So Colin Hibden has 38 points. Matt Auckland, 37. Dave Shipley, 36. Luke Johnson, 35. And Jeff Nelson, 34. Tight. Tight there, too. Okay, on to NASCAR, and I've got a question for you, Corey. Okay. What is with the pure hate of my man Ross Chastain? I I don't know. Um, this all started when I I started when my season got into full swing, so I didn't have much of a chance to watch the races in full form. But apparently, he got into somebody that and that then people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it was it Denny Hamlin uh, or oh, this weekend? Oh, I don't know what he did this weekend. Oh, I still haven't is, had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, okay. He he got uh, he got pushed up into the wall and and taken out uh, this weekend. Oh, so you know, I, I uh, he's got an aggressive style, and I suppose that doesn't go over well. Well, I mean, he's paid to win, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if any of those drivers that are out there in the racetrack say that they haven't got into anybody ever, then you know they're lying. Right. Right. <laughs> So, well, they were in Pocono over the weekend, Sunday, July the 24th. What happened out there? Well, teammates Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch finished 1-2 on Sunday at Long Pond, uh, Long Pond, Pennsylvania, but they were disqualified after a rules infraction yeah. was discovered in post-race technical inspections. And I do believe this is the first time since 1960 that a winner has been disqualified from a NASCAR race. Usually they're just fined. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Or docked points. Uh, that handed the win to a point leader, Chase Elliott, giving him his fourth win of the year and give him a nice little cushion in the stretch run on the way to the playoffs. Tyler Reddick finished in the second spot. Daniel Suarez finished in third. Christopher Bell finished in fourth. And Kyle Larson finished in the fifth position. 
Point standings have Chase Elliott with 787 points in the lead. Then it's Ross Chastain with 105 points back into the second spot. Ryan Blaney, 111 points back in third, still winless on the season, but still above the cut line to make it into the playoffs. Things are looking better for him now. He has a shot. You know, if Chase Elliott wins all the way through the rest of the season, (laughs) he's automatically in. So there you go. Or he could just win one. Uh, (laughs) Kyle Larson, he's 126 points back in fourth. Then Martin Truex Jr., 133 points back in fifth. Again, they reset the points when the playoffs start, and then they reset them several other times after that. Mm Mm-hmm. And next up, they race on the July 21st, right? Where are they at? Uh, yeah, July 31st over the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course this Sunday. All right. So what's going on with our locals on a larger scale? I know we've got some out there. Well, speaking of Pocono, Amber Balkan and Bryce Halgeberg took to the Tricky Triangle on Friday, July 22nd. Uh, Balkan was involved in a multi-car crash that brought out the red flag with 31 laps to go and ending her night. Uh, no lights around the the speedway, so the race was ended early because of darkness, and Taylor Gray was declared the winner for the the third time this year. Uh, Bryce Halgeberg, he finished three laps down in the 16th spot, and Amber Balkan was credited with the 21st. I did get a, chan- a chance to talk to uh, uh, Bryce in at uh, Buffalo River Speedway after the races and talking about that. I said, how tricky is that that racetrack? Mm-hmm. In, uh, especially the tunnel turn, which I've heard. He's like, don't ever even try to go side by side with somebody on that. Oh, because really? The way that that hump hits, uh-huh. and if there's uh, someone next to you, the air gets taken right off of your nose, and it's not it's not good. Okay. So, yeah, Hagerberg, uh he gave me some insight. That's cool. And said he only got to go 190 out there. So... <laughs> Yeah, putzing around. <laughs> I think I've hit 140 <laughs> in my life. That's about it. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, Balkan again credited with that 21st. Uh, yeah, and Bryce Hagelberg with great insight, finishing three laps down in the 16th spot. Uh, we moved on next to uh, their, their next race will be Friday, July 29th, this Friday, at Indianapolis Raceway Park, The uh, one of uh, my favorite racetracks that NASCAR used to race at quite a bit, uh, at least in the lower divisions, Truck mm-hmm. Series and the Bush Series, I'll call it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> they re- that's when they raced there was during the Bush Series era, so that's a that's a fun track. It has the progressive banking to it, so you got okay. you can run around the top. The top lane is usually the faster way to get around there, and you get to see all kinds of slide jobs and stuff, so it's a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, Amelia Eisenshank, she was fresh off her win at Red River Valley Speedway on Friday. She made the trek down to Hartford, South Dakota uh, to, on Saturday with her Race Saver Sprint car and picked up the win right where she left off uh, out there in the A main at the I-90 Speedway. With you know They had to have a B main out there, so she had a ton of competition to go against, and she dominated out there. She won by over three seconds to pick up her third win of the year already in the IMCA Race Saver Sprint cars. And cool. <laughs> only 14 years of age. Wow, that's crazy. That's I, amazing. Yeah. That is really cool. Uh, okay, moving on. World of Outlaws were in action Friday, July 22nd. They were at Williams Grove Summer Nationals in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. At Lance DeWeast, he bested Brent Marks and Anthony Macri and Brad Sweet, along with David Gravel, in the Friday edition of the Summer Nationals at Williams Grove Spe- Speedway. Donnie Schatz picked up a seventh place finish and some momentum going into the championship night. Okay. Uh, we went on to uh, Saturday night out there for the championship night of that one. Uh, 
these for the Summer Nationals. Night number two, point leader, as well as three-time defending Outlaws champion, the Big Cat Brad Sweet, won day number two. And uh, Danny Dietrich finished in the second spot. Sheldon Hottenshield finished in third. Shots finished in fourth. And Fast Freddie Raymer finished in the fifth spot. Brad Sweet holds a 54-point lead over David Gravel and an 84-point lead over Sheldon Hottenshield, a 100-point lead over Carson Macedo, a 178-point lead over Logan Schuhart and a 190-point lead over Donnie Schatz. So he's got some. Uh, he's got a comfortable little cushion over mm-hmm. everybody going into their stretch run. I believe. Well, their their season ends in October, so you know there's still plenty they, of time to make up some points. They've got a ways to go. Yeah. So up next, it looks like Saturday and Sunday they they're at Empire State Challenge weekend at Weed Sport Speedway in Weed Sport, New York. That is correct. Never been there before. I haven't I have not either. It's one of the few states I haven't even gone to yet. Okay. I have been to Mechanicsburg before. Uh we've got some friends that live out that way, so I've always wanted to go to the Williams Grove Speedway ever okay. since uh, back in the days of the Midwest Sports Channel. If you remember that, that was before Fox Sports bought mm-hmm. everything up. Um, we'd we'd get sprint car races replayed in the from from uh, Williams Grove, re- okay. replayed during the day or something during the summertime. Sure. So that made me stay inside a lot during summer. Yeah. Beautiful country <laughs> out there. That's what I hear. Yeah, it is. It really is. So what's happening? Uh, what do we have going on? Well, we go, we go to Thursday, July 28th, Sanders Stock Car Challenge, night number one of the Norman County Raceway in Ada, Minnesota. Free pork chops after the races. Uh, NLRA late models will be there in attendance, too. So you have late models, stock cars, and free pork chops. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Uh, Friday, t- uh, July 29th will be uh, day number two of the Sanders Stock Car Challenge, but that will be at the Red River Valley Speedway in West Fargo. You also have the Bob Gerke Memorial at the I-94 Sure Step Speedway in Fergus Falls. AFCO Race of Champions Qualifier will be at the River City Speedway in Grand Forks. On Saturday, July 30th, it'll be Hall of Fame night with Vintage Racers at the Viking Speedway in Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, some Several of my heroes inducted into that Hall of Fame. Very cool. It's, uh, it's really awesome. Uh, Sunday, July 31st, will be the Hobbystock Shootout at the Buffalo River Speedway in Glendon. And Monday, August 1st, will be the Red River Cart Club uh, racing uh, 6.30 start time there, and it is free. Crazy to think that uh, we've got August on this calendar now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready for it. No, no. We're <laughs> cruising right along. So, well, that uh, that wraps it up. Unless you got anything else, Corey? Nope, that's about it. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us for Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. Remember that you can uh, catch up on the latest updates with Corey Litton every Friday morning on the KFGO Morning Crew at 640 Friday morning, uh, you can find Checkers and Wreckers. You can also follow Checkers and Wreckers on Facebook, and you can find this podcast anywhere you find your podcasts or by going to kfgo.com. So for Corey Litton, I am Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap.